Bob Palmer's off for a couple of days, but we've got Rob Shaw with us, political correspondent for Czech News. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Simi. If I had my way, that would be the introduction theme every single oh, morning. It's so going. good. We only play it on Fridays. Ah, That's it. Right. Have you ever seen the Village People in concert at Pacific Coliseum? Uh, no. No, I, I can't say that I have. No. Vaughn has. as close as I'm getting. Vaughn has, and it's fantastic. Of, he tells us great stories about that. That Vaughn has had a fantastic and interesting life. So. <laughs> you wouldn't pick that, right? A lot of people who know him wouldn't go, wow, he also saw the village people in concert. But for you, we could definitely play more village people if that's something that you would like. Sure. Okay. I'll put it on my rider along with no red m and Oh, man. Your rider is so long already. Okay. You could try. <laughs> uh, let's talk about forestry. Now, we've talked about this this week, but it just feels like every day there's something new. And once again, there's something new. Yeah, the big news yesterday was um, kind of out of the blue, a $50 million fund to help forest companies get the kind of kind of leftover wood waste out of the forest. So we're talking about things like the, the kind of slash piles, as they call them, or the leftover wood after the trees are logged, and then also wood that's damaged by fire. And the problem with that is that Pulp mills, pulp, pulp and paper mills can use that wood and they're suffering a shortage of what they call fiber right now, but it's not economical for companies to go in and, and get them. And so the government has offered up this fund of $50 million to help the companies afford to go get the wood waste that they need to keep the pulp and paper mills running to keep jobs, uh, you know, in place. Now, weren't they the asking question- for this? This was something they were asking for. <laughs> That is exactly the issue, is that the the sector has been asking for this for months. And I think the question that the New Democrats, you know, should answer, they're not going to answer, is why wasn't this done months ago? Because I think really what happened here is two things. One, uh, blindsided by the closure of the Canfor uh, pulp mill in Prince George, which cost 300 jobs. It's a permanent closure. Uh, And it was bad news. And the NDP government went, oh, hang on a second. And then the second thing is uh, somebody scheduled Premier David Eby to go up to Prince George, the city where the mill closed, to do an unrelated event. And the embarrassment that uh, was caused by the Premier kind of being there, having no answer for for, anything, uh, and not being able to explain why government wouldn't have done this to help. Um, pushed this fund into reality. And it's interesting when you talk to people in the forest sector, they got a call Wednesday night saying, hey, you know that aid package that you've been looking for? Uh, Premier's going to announce it tomorrow. See you later. Bye. Click. And then wow. next next morning, next midday, the Premier has a speech where he says, blurts out in the middle of it, oh, by the way, you know, $50 million in aid to the forest sector. That is the difference between policy and politics, right? You know, if you're doing forest policy, you talk to the sector, you come up with a plan, you give it aid before things happen. Politics is showing up when the premier's calendar has him in an unfortunate situation, hurling money out the window to solve a problem that you could have prevented in the first place if you were paying attention. And I think, although the fund is good, and I I think although... The end result, the New Democrats will argue that, well, the you know, sector got its money in the end. Everyone's happy. Uh, okay. But, um, you know, there's a mill closed in, in Prince George. Uh, there is um, another closure in Castlegar for three weeks where more than 400 people in a town of only 8,000 uh, are going to be out of work uh, because they don't have enough fiber. And I think 
this is good outcomes driven by very bad and I would say questionable decision making by the new Democrat government. So it's uh, you know a bit of a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Okay, so could this have made, I guess the question is, could this have made a difference in a place like Prince George if it had been announced earlier? Yeah, I mean, that's a question I, I, I think that Canfor, the company that closed, would have to answer. And the reason I think New Democrats didn't do this earlier, there's a couple of reasons. One, they don't like the forest companies. They, they, they don't like the big companies that run the forest sector and the mills. They feel like they are investing in other provinces, in other countries. Why should the government give them aid? It was, it's an ideological, deep-rooted, instinctive kind of emotional reaction the NDP has to the forest sector. Um, so they didn't do it. The other thing is that there is no forest plan in BC. You know, uh, Global's Richard Zussman and I, we went to the Truck Loggers Association uh, earlier this week and did a speech. And people were asking us, what is government's forest plan? And the, the reality is it doesn't have one. In, in a very literal sense, there is no forest plan. Uh, there is an indigenous reconciliation plan. There is an old growth protection plan. There is a climate plan. And forestry is the thing that falls in between those things uh, and kind of, you know, rolls with the punches. It employs tens of thousands of people. It generates $3 billion in revenue. People in Metro Vancouver don't particularly care too much about it. Therefore, the new Democrat government that has mostly urban ridings in Metro Vancouver doesn't really care that much about it. And uh, the only time forestry ever kind of comes up is when the premier's calendar dings and he has to be in a, in a place uh, and has to say something about it. And I think that's the sort of problem everyone in the sector is having with this week, which is, hey, great. Thanks, David Eby, for, for being here. Thanks, New Democrat government, for, for helping us. But where are you the other 364 days uh, of the year? And what are we doing? You know, where is the certainty? Where is the plan? Where is the attention? And, and I think those things are lacking. Right. So is there, do you think more to come? Was this, do you think also the result of perhaps that pressure of that 100 days of action that the premier wanted to come out of the gate with? Yeah, I think, I think there's that. I don't think forestry was in the first hundred days of the premier's action plan. Probably if he had a 200 day plan, it wouldn't be in there. If he had a 300 day action plan, it wouldn't be in there either. But the fact that he ended up having to go to this natural resources forum in Prince George necessitated making it look like this government, um, you know, uh, has a forest <laughs> agenda. So they came up with this. It, you know, when you talk to people in, in government, David Eby is moving very fast right now. And he is doing a lot and a lot is happening. And so things like this occur where money just appears out of nowhere after months of groups asking for it um, after the worst case scenario occurs, which is the, you know, the aid, which should have been provided in advance, um, wasn't there. And I think, you know, the NDP is going to end this week saying the premier was up four days, five days in a row on forestry. Look at the incredible emphasis he put on it. And it is incredible, right? Here's a guy in the middle of well, many yeah. crises focusing on one sector for a week, but they didn't focus in the right way. This is like coming in after and trying to mitigate damage versus coming in before and trying to uh, sort things out. I think one of the, like, if you look at the Blueberry River First Nations deal, that we talked about this week, um, there's an example of great policy in action where the government loses a court case, it chooses not to appeal, it rolls up its sleeves, it undertakes actual reconciliation, and it comes up with a plan that changes how natural resource development is done. And everyone is pleased and feels heard and is happy with it. Forestry is the opposite, where 
government just kind of waits until, uh oh, this is really, really bad. Let's just throw some cash out the window before we so we can get back to Victoria as fast as we can. And that uh, and that's the unfortunate reality for a sector that used to be the lifeblood of this province uh, and is in serious, serious decline. I guess my question would also be, Rob, then is this the end of the discussion about forestry? And also, what were they going to talk about this week if they weren't talking about forestry? Oh, they'd love to be talking about anything other than forestry, I think. You know, they talk about... Uh, healthcare, talk about other things. Forestry is not going to win this government any votes. It is not a sector that it cares about. Uh, and it, it will go back to the urban uh, you know, issues that really drive. Like, for example, there are more ridings to win in Surrey than there are in the entire northern part of British Columbia, where forestry is the key driver. Natural resources are the key driver. So the government's more interested in what's going on in Surrey. I, I think opposition leader Kevin Falcon nailed it with a comment this week where he said, it's almost like this government is ashamed of the natural resources sector. And when you're in the legislature, you look at the stained glass windows in the wall, forestry, mining, fishing, agriculture, the founding sectors of this province. Most of those, the New Democrats don't want to touch with a 20-foot pole. They, they have no problem with the forest industry, just as long as it doesn't cut down any trees. Um, you know, that is kind of the philosophy that exists. And so I think it's a very urban party that wants to focus on urban issues. And it doesn't particularly want to be doing any of this forestry stuff. And it's making the best out of a out of a bad situation in its books for the week. Wow, what a week it's been. All right, Rob, thank you. Okay, take care.